Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Um, like I said before, I was going to try to do these college football recaps and NFL recaps. Um, my schedule's been all over the place, so I don't know how well it's going to work. Um, so you guys have seen some upgrades to the YouTube channel and the podcast. Um, we're going to try to expand it a little bit. I'm still going to try to do my interviews with some of the great coaches and um, studio, do my own personal um, ones. Um, starting on this weekend, hopefully on Sunday mornings or Sunday afternoons, I will have my friend come on with me. We've been wanting to do something like this for a while. We'll start doing some recaps. Um, so we'll get that going. Um, right now, we're going to go over um, my NFL Week 3 recaps. I did an episode on the Chicago Bears, so I will skip over that game. So we're, I'm only going to try to do maybe four to five, and then I will try to give my predictions for the next NFL week. Or, you know, we'll have a Thursday game, night game tomorrow. Uh, so get that going and, you know, trying to grow this a little bit. Hopefully it gets better day by day. Um, it's a little slow moving. You know, each episode might be the only way it is, but, you know, we'll get it going. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe, like, share it out. If you guys want to come on and do this, let me know. Um, so we're going to get right into some of the games that I was looking at um, from NFL Week 3. There was a lot of good games. A um, couple of the ones that stuck out to me. Uh, We'll just go straight into the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Uh, people thought the Seahawks were going to come out and dominate the team. Um, so Seattle won 38-31. It was a very close game throughout. Um, what kind of hurt the Cowboys was in the second quarter. They only scored six points, and they allowed the Seahawks to score 14. That's kind of where they left it, but it was a very close game. I think Seattle is on a mission to go win the Super Bowl this year. Russell Wilson is fantastic. Um, Russell Wilson was 27 of 40 for 315 yards. He had 7.9 yards of completion. He had five touchdown passes. He only got sacked four times. He had no interceptions. Um, now, on the other side, uh, for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, he was 37 of 57, 472 yards. He averaged 8.3 yards of completion with three touchdowns. But what hurts him was the two interceptions. Um, we'll get to the Cowboys. Then I'll go by the Seahawks. The Seahawks, they're on a mission to go to the Super Bowl. They're looking pretty well. They have a good offense. They have a tough defense. Um, 
I, I don't think they'll go undefeated, but they're going to do a lot of damage. Um, they had a very balanced attack. Russell Wilson just kind of took over the game. Um, Tyler Lockett for them had nine receptions for 100 yards. He averaged 11.1 yards of completion, and he had three touchdowns. Man, that guy can play. DK Metcalf, he had four only four receptions. He got targeted eight times. He had 110 yards for 27.5 yards of catch for one touchdown. So those two guys are really their big-time threats. And in football, we all know when you've got some threats and a quarterback that can throw them the ball and a quarterback that can move outside the pocket, you know, Russell Wilson and um, Aaron Rodgers do a very good job of they can stand in the pocket and do a lot of good things in the pocket, and then they can move outside the pocket, and that's where they become dangerous. So as a defense, you know, when you're playing a Seattle or a Green Bay, you're, you're kind of like, okay, you know, we try to keep them inside, we try to keep them outside, um, try to make decisions. Um, so we got to really get pressure on them. So they, they played very well um, on offense. Um, rushing attack was a little eh, – it's not exactly what we saw from Seattle before, but when you really can complete the ball, you really don't need to. Um, Chris Carson for them had 14 carries for 64 yards, averaged 4.6 yards a carry. They had no rushing touchdowns. They were all through the air. But, you know, as a uh, coach and when you're doing football, you will take them any way you can. Um, they did fumble the ball. Uh, Metcalf did have a fumble. David Moore had a fumble. So they had uh, – Two turnovers, unfortunately, and, you know, the name of the game is turnovers. But when you're going to score like that and can hold teams, uh, you know, doesn't it doesn't hurt you too much. Defensively, uh, Griffin for them, he had 11 solo tackles for them. You know, they just have a bunch of good tacklers. That was just the high point there. They have a solid defense. Um, a bend don't break type of defense. So right now, Seattle in the NFC West is number one. They're three and zero, with Arizona behind them with two and one. Los Angeles and San Francisco are both also two and one. So right now, Seattle is in first place. Um, so I think almost the sky's the limit for the Seattle Seahawks. I don't really see them blowing out, blowing out anybody, but I see them doing close games like this. Then on to the Dallas Cowboys. I said before on the show that I'm going to start rooting for them. Um, you know, people can make fun or say Cowboys fans this or that all they want. They say they're America's team. You know, we're, we're not in the 90s anymore. I think some Cowboys fans are really still living off that and some are tolerable. I have some, you know, friends that are Cowboys fans and, you know, you can have a conversation with them. Uh, some drawing, like they have a lot of good talent. I don't care what you say about Dak Prescott. You know, there's sometimes he doesn't win the big game or like, I don't know, there's times where he, they're in the game. But then it comes on him, well, it's like, well, what about the defense with this? I think it gets too much of the blame sometimes. But I know as a quarterback, that's what's going to happen. If you look at those numbers, it's pretty good, except for the two interceptions. You take those two interceptions away, maybe it takes away two touchdowns from Russell Wilson or at least one, and you're tied or you win the game. So I'm not blaming him. That's, those are some good numbers. 37 57. 57 is a lot of throws. But I mean, Russell Wilson threw 40. So, I mean, that's just kind of what the NFL is getting to. They're still trying to frame themselves out. But, I mean, for the past couple of years, they've been picked to go to the Super Bowl. They've been picked to win the NFC um, or at least, you know, get to the NFC Championship game. And they're just – something's not right. They're sitting at one and two. They could be 0-3 if it wasn't for that onside kick with the Falcons. So, they need to figure it out. I'm rooting for them to figure it out. I hope they figure it out. But Dak Prescott's trying to put this team on his back with all these passing plays. And I hope um, they don't try to do – 
uh, McCarthy, who's the head coach. I hope they don't try to do what they're trying to do in Green Bay because you do not have Aaron Rodgers. I am sorry. Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott are different. Dak Prescott can run. He does have a good arm. He's getting better. They need to get the run game going because right now Ezekiel Elliott only had 14 carries at 34 yards. He averaged 2.4 yards a run. He had, did have a touchdown, but, I mean, that's kind of credit to Seattle's defense. They got to get it going. They got some studs at wide receiver, though. Um, Gallup had six receptions for 138 yards. Wilson had five receptions for 107 yards. Cooper had nine receptions for 86 yards. Um, their rookie, C.D. Lamb, had five receptions for 65 yards. I mean, they threw it all over the place. Dak Prescott did fumble it. Um, so, I mean, they had one uh, – you know, that that's – he had the one fumble and two interceptions. So, I think that's kind of where they were hurting. But, I mean – I don't know, when, when Dak Prescott gets sacked twice um, for that type of stuff. So, I mean, they have a good defense. They have all, weapons all over the offense. So, the Cowboys, I don't know what you have to do to figure it out. You need to get the run game going. I think you got Ezekiel Elliott back there that can do it. You start doing – get him in the run game going, you, I think you're going to see a lot of good things happen. I don't think Dak Prescott's type of quarterback thing can put all on him to win the game. I mean, they you know, without those turnovers, they could have won the game. So it's as good as Seattle is. I think the Cowboys are pretty good. They need to get more credit. Um, I'm hoping that they get it together. I am rooting for them. Them and the Bears this year, those are my two teams to root for, I think, um, outside of other teams that I obviously love to watch. So we'll see. We'll see how good they are. Um, the next one is the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. That was a super exciting game. I do know that um, – uh, that the Los Angeles Rams were behind in that game big time, and they had to come back because um, they only scored three points in the first half while Buffalo Bills scored 21. And then, you know, so now it's 21-3, and now you got to play catch-ups. So and then the Rams score 14 in the third and 15 in the fourth, while the Buffalo Bills scored only seven in the third and seven in the fourth. There was a pass interference penalty that looked very iffy, that could have been called back. And since it was against the Rams, the Bills came down and scored because the Rams were up and then the Bills came back. The Bills are good. I think that they're also going to be a team to compete for the AFC this year. They're trying to get to the Super Bowl. They're playing very well. They're very confident. Uh, right now, they're the first in the AFC East. It's them at 3-0, and uh, the Buffalo Bills, and then New England at 2-1, and Miami at 1-2, and and then New York. Jets at 0-3. They may not win a game. Josh Allen is playing lights out. He was 24-33 for 311 yards. He averaged 9.4 yards completion with four touchdowns and one interception. He's playing lights out. Um, if they continue to win, he could be an MVP caliber type of player. Um, but I think it's going to come down between him and Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson has been disrespected. He's playing lights out. Um, but I don't know if he'll get overlooked by Josh Allen because it's the Buffalo Bills who have not done this in a while where the Seahawks have won a Super Bowl in recent years. Um, you know, Buffalo Bills are a very balanced attack on offense. Singletary, 13 carries for 71 yards. Um, then you have another back with 18 yards. But then the receiving court, Beasley had 100 yards. Davis had 81. Singletary had 50. So they used him a big time in the run game. Stephon Diggs with 49 yards. Um so you just had the one uh, – you had Josh Allen. He did fumble at one time. Uh, then he had the interception. But, I mean, in order – and that's kind of what kept the Los Angeles Rams in the game. But, you know, we can say, you know, interceptions and, and all that's the name of the game. 
Uh, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, Reynolds, Woods, and Jefferson all fumbled it. Um, and then you had Jared Goff's uh, throwing interceptions. So they did have more interceptions. That's the name of the game. But for the Bills, that's good credit to them when they turn it over and the other team stays in the game. They had the poise to stay in it, to win it. Um, the Los Angeles Rams, Jared Goff was 23 of 32 for 321 yards. He averaged 10 yards a completion with two touchdowns, one interception. He was only sacked twice. Um, the rushing attack for the Los Angeles Rams has gotten a lot better. I think Jared Goff did this. Um, McVay offense is coming back. It's not going to be what it was, you know, when we saw that Monday night game with the Rams and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs because they just don't have those players. You know, defenses are going to catch up with McVay, but he has, you know, really – this team has changed. They lost some players, but they really changed it. Um, Daryl Henderson, Jr., he had 20 carries for 114 yards for one touchdown. Woods had 30 yards. The receiving core, Cup had uh, – or Cooper, excuse me, he had nine receptions for 107 yards. Robert Woods, 74 yards. Josh Reynolds with 60 yards. So, I mean, they have a very balanced attack. Their defense is really good. I know they gave up those points, but then to hold that team to like – you know, to have them score 21 in the first half and only 14 in the second half. So, they really kind of woke up. And I think the Los Angeles Rams are going to compete for the NFC championship game. I think it's going to be time between them and Seattle. Or, and, and if Dallas can do it, maybe. But as of right now, it looks like it could be the Los Angeles Rams and um, Seattle competing for the NFC. Um, I think you could throw the Packers in there a little bit. Um, just because you have the Chiefs and the Ravens on the other side. So right now, that's what you're looking at, especially with the injuries that happened with the 49ers. Jared Goff is becoming a lot. This is what they – when they draft him, this is kind of what they wanted to get to. I know they got to the Super Bowl. This is what they're looking at. I think they don't have all this – you know, the pressure of certain big-time players that they had on offense. Now they're able to spread the ball around a little more. So you're seeing this rushing attack is really good. They are spreading around with the offense. McVay's a, um, a great play caller. He's adapted a lot. So that's just kudos to them. The locker room – from you here, the locker room, the team morale's a lot better. So look out for them. But I also think that the AFC – um, you know, you're looking at the Ravens and Chiefs, but I think the Bills are going to be right there. I know the Patriots, we'll get to them in a second, are right there. Um, so, yeah, I think those are the four. AFC is going to be very interesting with the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Bills, and then these new-look New England Patriots with Cam Newton at quarterback. Um, so, it's just amazing to see what they're doing there, especially with the Los Angeles Rams defense. Um, you know, you have guys all over the place making six tackles, four tackles, five tackles each, or eight tackles for their solos. So they just get a lot of good tackles. They get a lot of tackles. They got a, a few tackles for loss. Um, you know, and they have young players, same thing with Buffalo Bills. So look out for these teams. That was an exciting game. Um, then you have the Patriots and the Raiders. We'll go through this really quick. I only bring up the Patriots because you have to talk about Cam Newton. He was 17 of 28 for 162 yards. Um, one touchdown, one interception. That's not crazy, but that's not bad. But Cam Newton does run the ball. He had 27 yards of rushing. Um, Sony for them had 117 yards rushing. They really rely on the run game. They do spread out 40-yard rusher here, 117-yard rusher here, 27-yard rushers here. They do the short passing game. Burkhead had 49 yards receptions. Harry had 34 yards reception. Gio Edelman had 23. So they're just a very – they're not what they were doing with Tom Brady to kind of spread out to each and everybody. They're trying to figure out Cam Newton. They're trying to get him to run the ball. They're trying to run the ball. They'll bring all their tight ends in at one time. We've seen it. So it's going to be a run type of Patriots team. It's going to be clock control. It's going to be um, – let's see what we can get. 
Um, they beat the Las Vegas Raiders 36 to 20. Um, I think the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be an eight and eight team between eight and eight and a 10 and six team or so. I think they're better than what they were. I think you'll finally see John Gruden's DNA on this team. Um, I, maybe they'll surprise me. I think that's just what they are. I still think they have all those type of players. Derek Carr was 24, 32 for 261 yards, 8.2 yards of completion, two touchdowns, no interceptions. So those are pretty good numbers. Keep them in the game. Um, I think it was just their defense. Their defense sometimes can be questionable, especially when you're playing against a team that can is just going to focus on run, 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 and they do short passes. You have a quarterback that can run. I think that's very difficult. The Patriots are the Patriots. They're not going anywhere. Um, so they're still going to be pretty good. So I don't know why people think that they're not going to be good. Um, the Vegas Raiders receiving. Um, Renfro had 84 yards. Edwards had 48 yards. Um, Nelson Aguilar at 32, Zay Jones at 32. So, I mean, they could, they, they had a balanced um, thing going, uh, but they did fumble it a lot. So, just because Derek Carr didn't throw interceptions, he did have two fumbles. Josh Jacobs had one fumble. So, they had three turnovers, and the New England Patriots had zero. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of, again, I, I keep saying name of the game. Patriots have a good defensive core. They have good defensive coaches. Um the Raiders, I think, have a decent defense. It's just hard when you're turning the ball over, put in bad situations, and you have Cam Newton on the other side, you have Bill Belichick on the other side. Um, so look after these New England Patriots. They're going to be in the mix somehow, some way. They always are. And it's amazing without Tom Brady. Um, Packers and New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints have kind of fallen off a little bit, and I think Aaron Rodgers is uh, ticked off at who they drafted for their um, draft this year. They drafted a quarterback, didn't help them out anywhere else. They beat the Saints 37-30, to 30, so the Saints did finally kind of wake up a little bit. Um, Drew Brees was 29-36 to 36 for 288 yards, eight yards of completion, and three touchdowns, and no interceptions. Uh, Kamara, you know, they got to get the run game going. Kamara only had 58 yards rushing. Um, Murray only had 58 yards rushing. And you had Tyson Hill only six yards. So they got to get the rush game going. You can't – I don't think Drew Brees is the right age or anything like that to try to get, put all the run game on – or the entire game on him. Um, but again, it is kind of hard to argue when you throw the ball around. Um, Kamara also had 139 yards receiving. Sanders had 56 yards receiving. Smith had 42 yards. Cook had 21 yards. Um, they are without um, Thomas, their best receiver. They've had some injuries. Um, they did have three fumbles. Um, Drew Brees fumbled at once. Tyson Hill fumbled it. And Deontay Harris fumbled it. So, you know, you have those three turnovers. Um, and then Green Bay had no turnovers, and so it's amazing they have three turnovers and still only lose by seven. If you guys are getting a theme here, you turn the ball over, not going to win. You don't put yourself in a good situation. Um, so New Orleans, they have a good coach. They just have some injuries. They don't have the same players. I think Drew Brees is still good, but he is older. I just don't see him producing like he did. Maybe they get it going now. Maybe they can compete. But right now you're sitting at one and two. You already put yourself in a small hole. Um, you are in the NFC South. So Tampa Bay's two and one. And you got, I mean, New Orleans is second. They're one and two. Carolina's one and two. Atlanta's zero and three. Um, so maybe they can squeak their way up. I'm not sure. Um, if they can stay healthy, maybe. But they've got to start picking up right now. And you can't put the whole game on. Drew Brees, I don't think. I think he can do it sometimes, but not all the time. Aaron Rodgers, um, he was 21 of 32 for 283 yards, 8.8 yards of completion, and three touchdowns. Only got sacked one time. 
he's woken up. He's taking this, you know, like in the last dance with Michael Jordan. We're taking this very personally. Um, he's got the mustache going. He joins the Pat McAfee show every Tuesday, man. He's having a good time. He's very motivated. He says, you know, we're going to come out and win, which I don't like because of me being a Bears fan, having to play them in the FC North. But he's still got it, man. He's trying to go back to what he was, you know. Um, and he's, he's got to still have some couple weapons. I know we're talking about the draft. He's got a couple. Aaron Jones um, rushed for 69 yards. Williams had 14 yards. So the rush game, they got to get going. But I think Aaron Rodgers right now is in a spot where they could put the game on him and be successful. Um, Allen, I'm not going to say his last name, Mozard. I think he said it right. He had six complete or six receptions for 146 yards. Robert um, Tonin, I can't, I don't know if I said his name right. He had 50 yards receiving. Um, Jace had 36 yards receiving. So he spread it out to a few guys. They kind of ran a little bit. Um, I think they were just able to score on big plays to get those, to get the 37 points. Um, again, they were able to cost three fumbles um, from the Green Bay Packers defensive side to get the New Orleans Saints to fumble it three times. Um, you know, so I think, again, it's the name of the game. Um, they had a lot of guys get, you know, a bunch of nine tackles and six tackles and seven tackles. Um, so they have a fast defense. They didn't turn the ball over. Um, you know, they had a decent kicking game. They, you know, um, Mason Crosby was three for three on field goals. So, I mean, they have that going for them too. Uh, so, uh, so I think the Green Bay Packers, I hate to say it, being a Bears fan, they're going to be right there in the mix for the NFC. I don't like saying that. So New Orleans has got to turn around quick. It didn't look good the first two weeks, and I just don't know if they're going to be able to turn around. You know, this was heartbreaking. You could have walked out of, you know, that game beating the Green Bay Packers, which have been a huge win. You have been sitting at, um, you know, 2-1 and one instead of 1-2. and two. Uh you can't put the game on Drew Brees. I don't think he's able to do that anymore. So we're going to see what they're made of. And Sean Payton, um, what they're going to be made of. Last game we'll talk about before I get to my picks um, was the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. This was that Super Bowl potential. And I think at first in the first quarter it was. Um, Kansas City was winning at the end of the first quarter, 6-3. to three. And then Baltimore Ravens have a good defense and just kind of, you know, Kansas City kind of woke up and said, we're Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes said, I'm Patrick Mahomes. Not Pat Mahomes, he's Patrick Mahomes. Um, they scored 21 points in the second quarter and only hold the Baltimore Ravens to seven. So now they're winning uh, 27 to uh, 10. And then, unfortunately, Kansas City does not score a point in the third quarter. The Ravens defense kind of woke up. Um, but I think Kansas City might have taken their foot off the gas pedal a little bit. Baltimore scored three in the third, and then they both scored seven. So this Super Bowl potential, you know, had a, you know, not a blowout, but to win by 14 points. Um, Baltimore is still good, so I don't want, I don't like seeing this or that. Um, Lamar Jackson, though, they really held him in check. You know, people kept saying he was going to run all over the place, and they said he could throw it all over the place. Um, Throwing-wise, he was 15 for 28 for only 97 yards, 3.5 yards at completion, and one touchdown. He got sacked four times. But he was their leading rusher. He had nine carries for 83 yards. Mark Ingram only had 30 yards. Gus Edwards only had 39 yards. So Kansas City, I mean, people don't people need to remember uh, they got a good defense. They have good defensive players. Um, so they don't they need to remember they have such a good offense and they have such a good defense too to match it. It's almost like their offense is on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so for the Ravens, that happened, and then the receiving. I don't even know if you want to go over it. Um, Dobbins only had 38 yards receiving. Mark Andrews had 22 yards receiving. I mean, it's ugly. Uh, 
and then they fumbled it three times. Uh, Lamar Jackson fumbled it twice. Mark Andrews fumbled it twice. So, again, three turnovers compared to Kansas City. They fumbled it one time, and there was no interceptions. So, I mean, the name of the game comes down to that. And then if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you got to make a decision. Do you want to be the guy, the team that's going to run the ball or pass the ball? I think they wanted to run the ball, and then they got down, and they said, okay, we got to start passing it. You know, they got try to put Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying he can't pass it, but against a good defense like Kansas City, they're motivated. This had, quote, unquote, AFC championship game or Super Bowl potential. Uh, so, I mean, it just kind of happened. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. He was 31 of 42 for 385 yards, 9.2 yards of completion, and four touchdowns. That is crazy to throw four touchdowns with that high of numbers. Clyde, he had 64 yards rushing. Patrick Mahomes actually was the second leading rusher for 26 yards. Tyreek Hill only had 25 yards. Uh, they receiving was kind of where they made their money. Travis Kelsey had, Kelsey had 87 yards receiving. Hardman had 81 yards receiving. Tyreek Hill had 77 yards. Clyde had 70 yards. Samuel Watkins at 62. So you can tell they have their big-time players. You have Patrick Mahomes. They can run the ball over you, or they're going to pass the ball over you, and they're going to take what they give you. I don't know if Kansas City is going to actually put up 15, 60 points again or do all that. You're going to see these 20, 34 points a game. They have a good defense. Um, Kansas City, again, right now is on – they're 3-0. They're on course to win the Super Bowl again. And it's hard to hate them. The Bears should have drafted Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, who knew he was going to be what he was. Uh, so they're a really, really good team. They have a good defense, man. I, I don't think people are giving their defense enough credit. Uh, you know, they're good. They're good. They, I, they could win the Super Bowl again, um, but we will see. So those are my recaps of those games. I did one on the Chicago Bears. That was another one, but I did a whole episode on that. So now we're going to look at the schedule for week four of the NFL. So Thursday night, we have Denver at New York Jets. I'm going to go with Denver just because I think the New York Jets are garbage, and I'll just leave it at that. Then you got my Indianapolis Colts at Chicago. I'm going to go with Chicago only because we have Nick Foles starting. I think he throws a better ball. He has better mechanics. I think they're going to be um, there's going to be a new mojo. Um, I think it's going to be different. I don't trust Phillip Rivers the Colts. I'm going with the Bears. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Poor Cincinnati almost got the win against the Eagles, but they had a tie. Um, I think Joe Burrow is going to be gone after his rookie year if they don't do anything. Um, this one's a tough one because Joe Burrow puts up really good numbers and does really good things. I like Jacksonville. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I think Joe Burrow finally gets his first rookie win. Dallas at Cleveland. Cleveland right now is playing pretty well. They are very confident, and confidence is another name of the game. Um, but on this one, I think Dallas finally just kind of says, screw it, and tries to go out there and leave it all on the field and try to get it going. So I'm going to go with Dallas. Detroit or New Orleans at Detroit. Detroit is not very good. Um, they do have good players on offense, but there's just something not going. If New Orleans can get the run game going and get some pressure off of Drew Brees, I think New Orleans goes into Detroit and wins. Seattle at Miami, Fitzmagic is at Miami, but then you've got Russell Wilson and all of them on the other side of Seattle. I'm going to go with Seattle. It may be closer to what people think, but I'm going to go with Seattle. The Los Angeles Chargers at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Los Angeles Chargers look much better than what they were, um, but I think um, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady are going to get that offense going a little bit. I think this is the time to do it, so I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Baltimore at the Washington football team. Still laughing at that. 
Um, I think Baltimore is going to get it going, but watch out for Washington football team. They have a good defensive line. We got a good defensive line again, disrupt their quarterback. We run game, pass game, doesn't matter. So I think we're going to go with Baltimore. Arizona at Carolina. Um, Arizona's opened up their playbook. They're doing a lot of good things. I think they're very confident. They kind of, again, kind of said, screw it. We're going to play how we play. So I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. Minnesota at Houston. Um, as of right now, we all know um, what kind of happened with Pittsburgh and Tennessee. They had Tennessee had some positive COVID tests, so they've kind of shut it down. Pittsburgh, sh- um, sh- you know, is like is supposed to play them, so they had to postpone it. They may play Monday or Tuesday. Um, Minnesota played Tennessee last week, but they have no um, positive tests right now. So the game is still on with Minnesota and Houston. Um, Houston played pretty tough last week. I just don't know if they have enough to win. Maybe Minnesota, I think, can get it going. So I'm going to go with Minnesota. New York Giants at the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to go with Los Angeles Rams. New York Giants are not very good. We'll leave it at that. The big game, New England at Kansas City. Can this New England, new look, New England team compete with the Los Angeles or uh, Kansas City? I don't think they can. I'm going to go with Kansas City just because this is not the same New England team. New England's going to try to play clock control and offense to keep away from Patrick Mahomes. So it may be closer than what some of us think, but Kansas City wins. Buffalo at the Las Vegas Raiders. I think Buffalo's on a mission. They're having fun. Josh Allen's playing lights out. He's in the, Him and Russell Wilson are going to be MVP-type style. Um, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think Las Vegas is going to try to play them very tough, but I'm going to pick Buffalo. Philadelphia at San Francisco. Philadelphia is not very good right now. They're not playing well. I think Carson Wentz, I don't know if you want to call him a bust, but I've never thought he was going to be this great time quarterback. Um, San Francisco, if they were all healthy, I would say them. I'm going to go out and let me just say San Francisco still, um, just because I think Philadelphia is crumbling from the, you know, from the inside. The stuff's crumbling underneath their feet. So I'm going to go with San Francisco. Tennessee with Pittsburgh, like I said, was postponed due to COVID positive tests with Tennessee, but they might play on a Monday or a Tuesday. So we'll get to that one when it becomes available. And then Monday night, you got Atlanta at Green Bay. If I see Atlanta go up big and give it up again, I'm going to lose it. But I don't think Green Bay is going to give them the chance. I go with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers to win that game. And I think they could win it big. Green Bay has a good passing attack. Atlanta has a hard time with the pass, as we saw last week with the Bears. When Nick Foles came in, they could not stop him when they got a good quarterback throwing the ball, unlike Mitchell Trubisky. So we're going to see. All right, guys, thank you. That was my NFL Week 3 recap. Hopefully I can get on some type of schedule. I know this is a little different. I want to do it on Tuesdays. But we're going to get it going as long as I get it out there. Um, Again, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, share it out. Um, If you guys want to be a part of this, let me know. Be on the lookout for interviews with coaches. Um, Our college football recaps will be coming Sunday mornings or Sunday nights. Um, So enjoy some NFL football this weekend, some college football this weekend. Uh, And everybody out there, stay safe. And I'm going to see you guys next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.